0: What's up, everybody? Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. Uh, My name is Andre, and I'm here with Chase. And this is episode 13 of the podcast. And the main topic that we are going to be talking about today is what rule set you should be using when you are training in mixed-level Jiu-Jitsu grappling. So like white belt to purple belt, blue belt and purple belt, you know, just different belt levels right so for me my knee-jerk reaction is that almost always you just go off of the rule set of the person who is the lowest belt what do you think
1: yeah for sure um you you definitely which where where i'm at my jujitsu journey i I make sure you know everyone I, i go to their rule set every single time like i wouldn't you know, try to overwhelm them, you know, even down to the way I move and, and the techniques that I, that I have. So definitely rule set wise, I wouldn't want to, <laughs> not that I don't know people that do, but I wouldn't want to, you know, start going in leg like positions with, with white belts and stuff. No, definitely not. I keep it within their rule set and, you know, we're in the gym and they might want to compete. So, you know, I I want to give them the feel and I'll, if, if straight ankle locks are allowed, I definitely wanna do those. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to give them the feel that they want to compete. You know, I think that'll that may be a little complexity in this question too. Is, you know, are we talking about rule set? You know, kind of for competing. Are we talking about what, you know, specific techniques are allowed? You know, so there might be a.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of there's a ton. <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, there's a ton of gray area when it comes to this because there's no unified jujitsu rule set, right? Yeah. There's the IBJJF, which tends to be more restrictive, and then you've got like all kinds of different promotions right in fact when I did uh, some white belt competitions they they ha- they allowed wrist locks and oh. and that was some that was not something I expected um, and, I, and I used to I wrist lock someone <laughs> of course anyway you did yeah of course I did right um gently <laughs> anyway so uh you tried to wrist lock me yesterday mm, it didn't work that's because Chase is better, though.
1: <laughs> but you did you did try to wrist lock me. It made me giggle. Sorry.
0: Anyway, enough about my inadequacies. So, he went outside of his rule set. Hey.
1: <laughs> Sorry, wrist, go ahead. Wrist,
0: wrist locks are allowed at blue.
1: Are they? Oh, shoot.
0: I don't know if it is on this sheet we have in front of us, but but like, anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, 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 so like, yeah, um, it's going to differ based off of. Of what actual competition rule set you're doing. And there's also like what's acceptable at your gym, which honestly is probably the most important factor. What, so what? what is blue, this? Blue,
1: you are correct. It is allowed at blue and purple. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, don't go crazy with them. You have to know what you're doing. But
1: he was within his rule set and I apologize. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it didn't matter I lost anyway. <laughs> so um, so I actually think that in like if you're training for a specific competition and you could let your partner know about it, then you can you can roll within the rule set especially mm. if you're like peaking for a competition right for Just sure. do it based off of whatever that competition rule set is. But for the most part, we're thinking about how we are training, at our home gym. Cause that's 95% of our people mm-hmm. are just going to train at their home gym. Cause that's what most people do. Yeah. Right. So going based off of the norms for what white belts are allowed to do at your gym, blue belts are allowed to do at your gym. Right. That's, that's what I would go with, especially if you have like a very <clears throat> yeah. re, uh, authoritative uh, authoritarian, uh, I'm, if they have strong rules about what you should and shouldn't do, just go with those, right?
1: Yeah, and, and uh, trust me, you're, you're not going to get any type of, uh, you know, talking to if you ask. Like, hey, can someone, you know, kind of tell me what's allowed, what's not allowed? Like, uh, you know, and we, we talk on a lot of the podcasts, I talk about just communicating, right? Like, make sure, I mean, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, hey, uh, right before you touch hands and you fist bump, be like, uh, what are we doing leg – like, we don't do leg locks, right? Because I'm a white belt and I don't do leg – like, whatever it is, you know, being like, hey, you know, I'm this level. We don't do this stuff correct. And and you clear it. Like, make sure you look at them and clear mm-hmm. I I still, to this day, sometimes I'll touch uh, one of our guys' hand, but, hey, man, no leg locks today. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, cool, you know. So uh, <clears throat> when I set up grappling competitions, I, I ask for no leg locks. Right. You know, but – Make sure you communicate there. That, that'll help a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, and, and um, besides besides like going based off of the hard and fast rules, like it also depends a ton on the individual in question. There are a ton of people that I don't want them grabbing my heel. Mm-hmm. Um, there, are, there are people that will slap on um, pretty like ballistic wrist locks. And I'm not all about that because that's not what I'm looking to do. I do not do ballistic wrist locks. You sh- <laughs> I do not do ballistic wrist locks.
1: I'm just glad I get good strong wrists. <laughs> From what? Like, oh, my wrist is going <laughs> <like this> today.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so so how responsible are the people you're grappling with? Like there there, there were white belts that I was happy to explore certain types of grappling like i i'm i was good with several of them for the whole time doing pretty much the full rule set of anything but then there there are people that you don't want to do that with yeah right and if and if you don't know then probably keep it keep it lower tier or lower belt technique when you,
1: you mentioned earlier about having you know an instructor that had you know the rules or, or a school where the rules were you know pretty strict rules you know yeah. you might even, like even in that sense like if you if you feel like you've gotten comfortable with someone mm-hmm. um you know you, that might even be something you clear with the instructor be like hey you know is it okay yeah. if we we roll this way yeah, you know for sure. I, I think that's something you should definitely do um especially if you come you know where there's some rules in place and you know I, really i don't think anywhere anywhere there's an authority you know asking and clearing things usually isn't a bad idea yeah. um especially in a jujitsu in a place where it's physical you know it's it's a good idea to just hey you know is this is it okay if we do this you know is it mm-hmm. and, and the instructor be like no you know he might have a clear policy uh you know no um and that's okay right it's it's his gym it's his facility it's his insurance <laughs> yeah it's his insurance yeah you know and, and it's his well-being too you know he feeds his family with that um you know, I've heard of uh, you know some schools where they don't allow that at all. They don't allow any anything below the waist, and it's solely because he's just he's like, you know, I'm just protecting my my, my members. Like, if you want to learn leg locks, because somewhere we're not doing them here, we're not learning them. Yeah, you know, and as long as you're upfront and transparent up front, I think that's okay, right? Yeah. Like, you can learn those somewhere else. That's cool. Yeah,
0: no problem. Um, so, um, as like to flesh out a little bit more about like choosing specific training partners. Uh, as far as, like, up-leveling which rule set you're doing. Um, I think that, you know, someone who's actually very in control of their body, like, they can stop in the middle of a role, like, in the middle of a physical role, and post and, like, disengage, you might be able to do more with them, right? And then you've also got, like, how skilled are they for their belt level? Right, The top end of a white belt or a blue belt is very different from somebody who just walked in three months ago. Yeah,
1: and, and I would probably go, you know, in general, probably, you know, make, make buddies with a purple belt. You know, and usually purple belt is where you start getting guys to have the awareness of their body. Um, Towards the end of blue belt is when most guys will have a full awareness of all positions. You know, and purple belt is where you start seeing guys, you know, have the ability to... To really protect, um, you know, their self and at least, you know, in what I've seen. And sometimes purple belts where they're crazy because, you know, they compete all the time. Most of the time purple belts where they have enough awareness. So make your buddy with a purple belt. Um, You might still grab a blue belt that, that, that they don't have the control that they need. Yeah. They think they do. And that's usually the worst. <laughs> yeah, that is the worst. Yes. Right. They, they, they're pretty sure, man, I'm about to be a purple belt. I, I've got the body control. It's like, whoa, man, hold on one second. Just, oh, oh man. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, that's a gen, that's probably a good rule in anything, right? Find you a mentor that's a little bit better than you, yeah, or in, you know, this case probably a lot better, yeah. And um, that's
0: that's a good way to go, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so, so very individualized. I I think it's very individualized. You go with the rules if there are any hard and fast rules, um, but something that I think is valuable for people is that they should know what the techniques are and be able to recognize and defend them before they start specializing in them. So, like, for example, like, at the end of White Belt, is there a reason why they can't know the basics of defending a heel hook? Um, one, one, one thing that I learned very,
1: I think they have to, as far as uh, most curriculum wise, I think survival, you at have least have, have to have a route out, correct? Do you at least drill it some in, in traditional curriculum, or that doesn't happen till way later?
0: Man, uh, I don't think that there was any leg lock.
1: I was out at a place in Arizona, um, and they done you know a week, and, and what they done is they they taught this half of the room, you know, the the if it was from this belt up you got taught the leg lock series from this belt down you got taught the position and then the escape so that was a cool class that setup. is really cool i don't yeah, know it was a really cool standard. class setup i didn't uh, i'm not sure you know and obviously i hadn't trained in a standard gym for the most part uh, yeah early standard by most I mean, it should be standard everywhere
0: but. it should be standard everywhere <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure so. um so like I f- it feels like uh if you gate these submissions behind belt levels for too long you, you you're gonna have issues defending it in uh, in live settings so like i mean you don't you don't wanna like have some visitor come in and like destroy your knee because you're a brand new blue belt
1: yeah but I guess that's right i guess when you go there you're like, oh, we can do this. Mm-hmm. and somebody is that much better at it.
0: yeah like like i've i've but, defended uh, but, maybe 20 heel hooks in my so far
1: like but what, wouldn't you start the conversation though brand new white belt come in uh, you know from somewhere else and you're like hey because you're the blue belt you have to grapple down to there like hey listen letting you know we're doing no because we we're talking about trying to grapple down right that's, a, I know, that's I just, our general that was that was what we both yeah. agreed on kind yeah, of our true. general uh Etiquette, right, would be grapple down, would be. So this new guy comes in, like, hey man, um, you know, how long have you grappled? Oh, you're a white belt. Okay, cool. Well, we'll we'll do straight ankle locks, straight knee bars, but yeah, you know, nothing crooked.
0: Yeah, use, using your words is obviously the best thing, but not. I know that's hard,
1: but get better at it. <laughs> but
0: yeah, and but like we we still need to be able to identify things.
1: Uh, I understand. And I understand like completely. like
0: something that was super valuable for me at white belt was having people point out to me where I would get wrist locked, <laughs> especially for that competition, right? Yeah. Where, where I would get wrist locked. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, you would, you would have had a gnarly wrist lock here. I would have had the ability to drop my hip on it. That's a really valuable help. And I think that if you're the upper belt, that helping out your lower belt friends by pointing out and gently grabbing things like, okay, you I would have had this.
1: But that would I'm be a relationship, ready. right? You just said with your lower belt friends. Yeah. So you would have a relationship, but with them a little bit, right?
0: Ideally you, you have lots of them. Yeah. Um, that isn't always how it works though. Yeah.
1: That would be the only time I would want someone higher belt level than me grabbing me and something I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I'm looking I'm like, Hey man, what are you doing? I thought we were doing what i I'm like okay, all right. So you're just going to grab things, and then that conversation would have to yeah, happen. Because he would look at you and be like, "Hey, it's
0: based on trust." I'm
1: just grabbing things, you know, yeah. and then that conversation would have to happen. So I guess you know it is what it is, but I, I think that conversation would have to happen then. But otherwise, you you're like, "Oh God, that guy killed me the whole time," you know?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, sorry. So so little, so uh, contextually, we're we're most this is mostly talking about. Like for, for the most part, this is training at your home gym. Yeah. So you're, you're gonna, you're more build likely to build those relationships. Right. And, uh, for strangers, it's always, it's always a good idea to talk to a stranger.
1: Yeah. Um, like you. You, to to conversation. you can just lay the rules out.
0: Hey, you good with X, oh, Y, Z. Oh, it's our gym. Yeah. Exactly. If you're a stranger, this is our home gym. Yeah.
1: So it's like hey listen and if here you're visiting, we don't do this thing. here we don't yeah yeah for sure yeah okay sorry i yeah, know that
0: yeah so so in in the context of training at your home gym you're going to have these relationships right i about grabbed it <laughs> um so yeah like um like you you should be you should be going to the to the lower belt level, and I think that if you're trying to maximize the effectiveness of your training partners, um, you should be introducing them to maybe, those ideas.
1: Maybe we should talk a little like, uh, about the reason why everybody freaks out and says it shouldn't happen. Um, it's generally because as a as a white belt, you tend to be a little more extended, a little longer, uh, a little more spazzy, which means you make faster, jerkier movements that might not be in the right direction. Yep. Um, you know, and, and then if you add that with having a leg tangled up between your legs and you spin the wrong direction or you uh, pull too hard when you should be small or, you know, maybe you, po- you
0: post when you're not supposed to you post
1: when you're not supposed to. Um, what I I actually have a, a pretty rough uh experience with this from so maybe you can see i have cauliflower ear my Stan, first
0: standard yeah right
1: Yeah. at least i thought my first jiu-jitsu tournament white belt mm-hmm. okay i entered white belt and i entered intermediate mm-hmm. i was like hey intermediate uh, intermediate nogi like i've wrestled um and i wrestled one year in college uh, i played football so i didn't you know wrestle the whole time I wrestled one year in middle school, four years in high school. So five years, and then one year in college, six years. Um, you know, if you trained jiu-jitsu for six years, what would you be? Maybe a purple belt? Purple belt most of the time. Okay. Um. So uh, the the referee check-in, he looked at my paper, and he looked at me, he said, Oh, mm, qualifier. And he, I wish I could speak Brazilian. Brazilian guy, and he looked at my airplane, and he was like, Qualifier here. Intermediate? No. Expert. I was like, Oh, no, sir. I said, jiu-jitsu three months mm-hmm. no wrestler you you go uh expert mark me over put me an expert i wish i could slide the camera back and show you my knee um i was caught in an entanglement and i hipped up i was a wrestler i hipped up into it boom yeah. and you see the way my knee moves yeah that came from a tournament that i signed up i went white belt in the gi no i won white belt in the gi um in Nogi, they bumped me to expert, and I went with a guy named Sa. He's a big name in the Southeast region. Yeah. Um, I think Spartan Academy, mm-hmm. uh, and he was super, super nice. He looked at me, he looked at him, and he spoke Portuguese to the, the guy. Told the guy what happened: the knee popped, and you know, he backed away. But it popped six, seven times, and all I did was hipped up. <laughs> I Had no idea where I was at. Yeah. You know? So like, that, those are the reasons why while we're talking about the rule set stuff, yeah. is, is it's actually a very, very, you know, man. You,
0: it's a safety-driven
1: question. Huge. Like, yeah. to the point where me as a professional athlete, um, when I schedule matches now, I've, I've said it a couple, like, I ask for no no crooked leg locks. That's nothing that's heel hook oriented, nothing twisting. Um, That's something I ask for, you know, and I've grappled eight, nine years now.
0: How often? How often do you get that rule set?
1: As much as they'll give me the option,
0: well, I'm just—I'm in control. I'm, curious. I'm, I'm curious. in
1: control, so I ask. Um, now, uh, <clears throat> with the way jujitsu is, and because the social media-driven uh, leg lock trend, um, you get guys that won't do that, but it's one hundred percent because they specialize in something from an early time and when they get away from that they're not as good yeah no question um you take leg locks away from out of the top 10 guys in the region probably five of them fall off you take leg locks away like not even fall off a little but a lot yeah like whoa i thought if i could stay away from leg locks you don't even have jujitsu anymore
0: yeah they go from high level black belt to like
1: purple belt gosh man it happens so fast um yeah happens fast I, I got it multiple times in my career where <laughs> you get by that and it's like oh man you don't even, you're not you are not have to defend you can't even let me set up the next thing because you're not defending the first thing right okay all right bye mm-hmm. you know multiple times so
0: yeah that's that's why you you don't typically wrist lock white belts you know yeah, you don't no, so
1: you yeah. don't
0: you don't uh, you you just you move slower so they can catch up that higher
1: level guy might slowly drop his hip and let you feel it you know the yeah. white belt might Accidentally left foot slip off and his tip drop and pop your it's like yeah. th- that's the reasons it, it, it's safety, it's pure safety. You know, that's why we're talking about you know what rule sets, and that's why you hear me over and over communicate. Um, it's something that I'm working on personally in my life too. Um, yeah. it's something I need to communicate, especially when stuff that matters, you know, and that's why I want you, it's a serious matter. Like, hey, listen, I don't want to get injured, you don't want to get injured either, right? No, yeah, you know, so yeah,
0: like just. There's, there's ways to build awareness that don't require you to execute it on them. Yeah. Right. Like, Hey, Hey, don't, don't post on my hip that way. You need to post your hip with the blade here. Um, Or else you're going to have someone who's less nice than me, (sighs) just like crush your wrist. And that's going to take a long time to fix. Right. Same thing with, you know, and any of the. The leg entanglements. You you do the wrong thing, right? Like I like if if it's a if it's a white belt, I would not hold a heel hook ever on them.
1: <laughs> well, you know what stinks is. You know, you're talking about just holding a heel hook. He didn't have a hold of my foot. He, well, all he did passed it to the other side, so it went inverted, right. and it was just sitting in his
0: hip. And then you hipped
1: up, and, and I then, hipped up, and my knee went one way, and my heel went the other way. I just hipped up into him. He didn't have a hold of my foot at all. Mm. You know, it's like he, just the entanglement and me twisting and turning. Pressure yeah. went the wrong way. Yeah. I went away. He didn't even why wow, I went that way. I didn't know why I went that way. I was having fun before that happened. I had two and a half minutes going with somebody that was really, really good. Yeah. You know, chasing chokes like it was fun. Mm-hmm. Being a wrestler, being on top, and then he passed my leg over. And I remember, I remember him, he passed it across his belly, and I was like, "Oh, that's okay. I'm okay with this." Yeah. And I hipped up, and I was like, "Clack, clack, clack, clack," and I was like.
0: I am no longer
1: okay with no, it. I'm still okay, but that kind of felt weird. And he looked at me and he was like, "Not okay." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right." I walked off the didn't have no problems until I got home and it swelled up by this big. Yeah. And now it does.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. That's some awesome. some someday that'll be but a p- special part of <laughs> part of like one of the videos. Like, look at Chase's knee. <laughs> it will be
1: like floats around. <laughs> and if you do proper mobility, you can still do this. Yeah,
0: yeah. You you build build up strength and mobility around your injured uh, injured yeah. joint. You could still have it's full crazy. functionality. It's and and people say no. You're never gonna walk on that normal again.
1: That's no, it's not about normal. structure. Now now if I yeah. if I pull my knee in at a different angle, yeah. I know we're getting a little veered off now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, for sure. That that's just you know. And that was early in my career. That was. I'm telling you. Maybe. I wish I knew for sure. I would say without even taking a chance of. Telling a little bit of a story within the first three months of training. Yeah. He was like, Oh no, you have colour fire. Man, that was a rough one. Yeah. You know, that was a rough one. So
0: That's an expensive learning experience. You don't want to have yeah. anybody have to do yourself or your training partners, right? Yeah. So so that's that's why we try to keep things simple enough to where our training partner always understands what's going on. Yeah, for sure. And and if you're and so, if you are doing something to to demonstrate a point, speak. Speak. Slow down. Please, please. Speak. Slow <laughs> down. Like, hey, just letting you know, I could do this. Yeah. And then you know, if, if you have any kind of basic relationship with them, they'll be happy that you told them.
1: Yeah. No, for sure.
0: Like, like that's to me that the fir- the first thing I do is is uh, the teaching white belts about the fact that they can't post certain ways or they'll get wrist locks, wrist locked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Anyway, um, so the best practice is always to is to default to staying in the lower belt's rule set because that's all they're going to have experience in. And yeah. you don't want to go beyond their experience Ooh, level and
1: try to... I didn't think about this. You as a lower belt, you don't want to grab hold of a higher belt and think you're doing their rule set. And you grab hold of something on them like, oh, man, I want to play around with this new rule set.
0: That yeah, could be all- bad. It's yeah,
1: you so, so, yeah. Yeah, I would assume and make sure that we are playing at our like you don't want to be the one in the lower belt to be like, "Hey brown belt, I'm going to grab your heel." I saw this on YouTube. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think about you, that. Yeah, yeah, you don't you Ooh, don't sorry. <laughs> you don't yeah, for sure. Make so. sure, make sure of that. Make sure you're not, you know, especially like, you know, if you're the lower belt, don't uh, stay don't within go outside, what you know. Yeah, don't go outside of your rule set. Yeah. For sure, don't go outside your rule set, please. Stay within it.
0: Yeah. Ask after the role if you're curious. Yeah, for sure. You you can always do that, and for the most part, people like sharing their knowledge. Yeah. So you're not you're not gonna. Man, it
1: empowers people. Yeah, for sure.
0: So <laughs> stay within. St- mm. st- both of you stay within the <laughs> yeah. the lower rule set. Yeah, for the, sure. The the idea is that you don't want to go beyond someone's ability to know what to do, or at least um, if they don't know what to do they should be in a position where they're not likely to do the wrong thing and hurt themselves, Perfect. right? Yeah. So so go that's on. that's kind of the basic conclusion here. And uh, there are people who go all over the place and it depends on the, the school, but I think that since jiu-jitsu is such an individual sport, you should take a lot of ownership for yourself and for the people you're developing relationships with, your tra- your regular training partners, and uh just stick to where you can train safely so you can train for a long time and develop together so that you can all get better right
1: yeah so. I'd, I'd like to do a you know obviously we're concluding this one you know i I like to hit a rule set you know and talk about uh what kind of competition competition rule sets you should train for and talk about the different styles just oh, yeah, want to make a note out yeah
0: we can we can do might that be some of
1: you guys would be interested in it would be yeah. cool yeah, yeah there's we'll a just... bunch of different competition style rule sets
0: sure uh yeah leave leave a comment below if that's something that you're interested cool. in seeing and we'll probably we'll probably cover that uh, relatively soon I think that would be an interesting discussion
1: yeah. yeah there's a bunch of different cool you know bunch of different cool rule sets
0: cool all right well uh, thanks for listening guys uh you know like subscribe that that kind of stuff yep, uh, thank thank you for listening yeah and we, we appreciate you guys yeah we will see you next time